Welcome back. It is a Friday afternoon. Um, that means me, Gabe DeArmond. I'm back here on your favorite YouTube channel. Uh, fifth day in a row. We'll be back tomorrow, Missouri and Central Michigan at 3 o'clock. But this is our newest show. This is Choosing Wisely, which obviously I do um, in all aspects of my life. I'm sure that our guest does as well. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but look, there is one way you can choose wisely when you've got needs around your house, plumbing, heating, and cooling, go to Master Tech. I use them all the time here in Columbia. It is possibly the easiest phone number ever to remember. Call them at 573-777-7777. Like, just dial 573 and then keep hitting 7 on your phone. You can go to mastertechphc.com. If your heating and cooling system's more than 10 years old, you're going to be amazed how much more efficient the equipment today is. That means monthly savings on your utility bills. I can attest to that. We got ours uh, replaced a couple years ago, and now, of course, we have all kinds of money we don't know what to do with because we saved it on utility. Uh, you can get a new AC or furnace as low as $99 a month with approved credit, and some restrictions do apply. Master Tech is actually going to take care of you guys, our viewers here. They've got two special deals for you. All season long, if you set up a free visit with an advisor from Master Tech for a free quote on a new heating and cooling system, you're going to get a $35 credit good for future service work on plumbing, heating, or cooling. Some restrictions do apply, but let them know you heard about it from powermazoo.com. Literally, all you have to do is set up the visit, have the guy come out, give you a quote. Doesn't mean you have to buy the air conditioner or do the plumbing work. Get a quote, they're going to give you a $35 credit. Secondly, this week and next week only, if you buy a new HVAC system, an air conditioner and furnace from MasterTech, and you tell them you heard about them on powermazoo.com. They're going to give you a $250 gift card to a grocery store of your choice to get tailgating supplies for the football season and a full year subscription to powermazoo.com. That's a $350 value. If you buy a new HVAC system from MasterTech in the next couple of weeks, tell them you heard it about it on uh, powermazoo.com. So, the bills are paid. What we're going to do for the next, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, we're going to pick college football games. Um, and we're obviously experts. I am. I know. Andrew Jones uh, played college football. He's obviously an expert. So, Andrew, you're going to make these people a lot of money, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they, they appreciate it. They've already told me um, that, that they're glad that they're going to take all your gambling advice and hold you personally responsible. So, uh Everybody that's watching, before we get into this, like, uh, and and making complete idiots of ourselves and going like 0 and 9 this week, uh, a lot of Mizzou fans watching. I know every now and then you check in with them on the message board, but just kind of kind of tell them what you're up to. You know, just getting old. Been married almost eight years now. I've got a four year old, soon to be five year old, and a soon to be three year old. Um, so just. So I'm living in Parkville, Missouri, not far from my hometown of Smithville, so still close to family and. Um, you know, just getting older. And if I wasn't blessed and wasn't six, five and two fifty, when I was 18, I'd just be one of the short guys on the message boards, uh, you know, talking bad to each other every day, but you know, so you, um, you'd be me basically. That's good. I, I'd probably be more like a VP actually. Okay. Okay. Oof. 
That's, I don't know if that's a claim you want to make, but appreciate it. So it's pretty impressive. You uh, you carved out 20, 30 minutes here with a five-year-old and a three-year-old running around. You must have given them like a, a little Benadryl or something to take a nap. Well, luckily they're at school today, and uh, okay. Um, so got a little peace and quiet in the house. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, basically every week, and, and you're the guinea pig here. So if it goes very poorly, um, we'll know to change some things, right? Uh, we're going to change the guest next week. But basically, all we're doing is I picked out nine college football games. We're going to pick them against the spread. Um, I'm going to keep track of it so that if you beat me, which I would think is likely, you can go on on Sunday morning and and say that you're you're far smarter than I am when it comes to college football. So. Uh, let's get to it. We're going to, we're going to start, we're, we're going to pick the Missouri game every week, but, uh, but we're going to save that one for last, uh, every mm-hmm. week. And, and there are actually like a lot of really good games and, and starting tonight, North Carolina, six point favorite at Virginia tech. First of all, I can name one North Carolina player. Um, can you name more than that? Uh, besides Hal, I mean, yeah. I can name the coach. I, right, so I know. Mac Brown and Hal, that's all I've got for I you. know Sam Howell and Mac Brown. I know, I don't think I know any Virginia Tech players, but I know their coach as well. So, uh, with that level of expertise, man, North Carolina favored by six, Lane Stadium tonight. What do you got? Uh, I think Virginia Tech will actually, I, I think they'll actually win straight up too. I think, you know, North Carolina is probably a little overrated uh, coming into the season because, I mean, let's just face it, they're still North Carolina. And this is football, not basketball. Right. And, uh, yeah, I don't – I'm not sure why they're a top-10 team. I mean, I, I think uh, I think Sam Howell's a good quarterback. But, again, they, like they lost a really good running back last year. I, I think – I'm with you. I think they're overrated. I, I don't know if Virginia Tech went straight up because they're, like, kind of a mess. Um, but I've got uh, I've got Virginia Tech covering. That's – that's one of those places that has like a, this this reputation of being really tough to play. Uh, I know, I I know you never played there because I don't think Missouri's ever played there. You ever been out there? I haven't, but I, I enjoy watching their games when they run out to Metallica. So I figure that'll uh, have them juiced up on <laughs> that, Friday night. Yeah, that'll carry them. There you go. It's a good game to watch on Friday night too. Uh, all right, Big Ten. Um, I, I like these these leagues that are starting game starting seasons with conference games. Penn State. Five and a half point underdog at Camp Randall in Wisconsin. What do you think? Um, I like uh, Wisconsin here. I like the quarterback Mertz. Um, yeah, you you probably saw him some in high school, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he he's a great player. I think he'll play on Sundays. And I think uh, you know last year they probably really didn't know what they had with him, so it was kind of more of a conservative Wisconsin offense, but. If they could turn him loose a little bit, I think Wisconsin could put up some serious points. And um, is the quarterback Penn State is Clifford? Is he back this year? Um, maybe. It, How's it, maybe it, for an it, answer? It, is that if good? He is. I don't see them scoring very many points. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I, I think I watched him play Iowa last year, and it was uh, it kind of reminded me of Smithville High School football from about <laughs> ten years ago. So it, it wasn't. Uh, that friendly to the eyes. So you're going with the new quarterback. Maybe Penn State has a chance. Theory. I'm, I'm based on almost nothing picking Penn State just because I think it's like Big Ten football in in September always seems to be like twenty to sixteen. So I think it's a close game. Even if Penn State loses, um, I pick him to cover the five point five. So we've got our first disagreement. So that means one of us definitely uh, definitely going to have an edge come. Uh, come tomorrow night um okay speaking of very boring very low scoring potentially big 10 football 
Indiana, four-point underdog at Iowa. I actually like Indiana because uh, Iowa, they just, their offense seems stagnant the last few years. and I really like that <laughs> The last 20 years? And, uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lennox. Pennings. Michael, Michael Pennings. Michael Pennings. He can run. Um, I think they're going to be pretty good this year, so I'll take Indiana. Okay. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I could see this game. I could see Iowa winning this game, but it's like, it's like six to five, you know, on three safeties. Um, so I think it's going to be low scoring, but I picked Iowa to win the big 10, whatever part of the big 10 they're in and then lose to Ohio state in the title game. So I guess I got to pick Iowa to beat Indiana because I think it's a college football rule, uh, that if you lose to Indiana in a conference game, you're not allowed to win, uh, win a division in your conference, even though Missouri did manage to lose to Indiana and, and win the SEC East a few years ago. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> that was a, that, a dark day. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a day for Missouri fans, no doubt. All right, so like people say, I think that this should be a good game, but I'm not sure it is. Alabama, 19.5-point favorite against Miami in, I don't know, I think they're playing in Atlanta or something like that. Yeah, I actually, uh, I think Miami will cover the spread because they, the Eric King's back. Uh, yeah, he, he did the you only know reason he's, why I followed he, the Eric King is just because uh, uh, Will Ebner and his family had pushed the University of Houston uh, okay. down my throat for okay. so long, so I, I did watch him quite a bit. Uh, so I, I think he'll be tough because I, I mean Alabama's kind of historically struggled with you know, good mobile running quarterbacks and began the year. I mean, they're still going to lose, but I can see it losing by, you know, 14 or 17. So I'll, I'll take uh, the U here. Yeah. Did you, did you know that Derek King is 24 years old? Like, I think he, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. He signed with Houston the year after you signed with Missouri, I think. So um, he's, he, he's been in college for a minute. Um, I'm, this is the only, like, I don't literally the last, football game I gambled on Ron Dane played for Wisconsin in the uh in the Rose Bowl so I say that to say that I don't gamble on college football but if I were to offer gambling advice point number one would be just always bet on Nick Saban like if you bet on Nick Saban 15 times in a row every year you're gonna you might lose one here and there but you're mostly gonna win so I don't know 19 is a lot of points but I'd rather bet on Nick Saban than uh I don't know who's who's it is it Mario, Mario Cristobal, Cristobal at Miami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't think that's a fair fight. So I'm going Bama. So we got halfway through. We've only agreed on one game. We're both picking uh, picking Virginia Tech tonight. So um, let's see what we got up next. Oh, next we got the the game of the weekend: Georgia and Clemson. Um, like two playoff teams. Clemson's a three point favorite. Yeah, uh, I. I I will just give you this game if you can pick uh, if you can correctly pronounce Clemson's quarterback's name. DJ Ungalalele. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty good effort. I'm not going to tell you it's wrong. So I'm, um, I might just automatically count your pick as correct for for getting that right, even if it's not. But but who who do you think wins this one? I actually think Georgia wins. Um, their running backs are both dynamic. I know. Uh, the defensive line for Clemson is still stout. I know they lost a ton of kids last year, and they've got a really good uh, linebacking core. But I think JC or JT Daniels is a lot better than you know what people give him credit for. Uh, 
But I think Georgia's also got two guys that, you know, are definitely going to play on Sundays playing wide receiver. Yeah. I think that's going to be a tough matchup. And, you know, there's only a few teams that can reload, reload every year like Alabama and, uh, you know, those guys. I think Clemson's just lost too much, especially with a new quarterback coming in, uh, facing a tough, uh, you know, loaded uh, Georgia defense. Yeah, um, I've got I, I've got Georgia in this one. I think actually Georgia, I, I, this is the year that, that they've got to figure out how in a big game not to do something stupid like fake punt. Um, I think Georgia could win. I think they might have the most talent in the country. And big game early on, give me the field goal, give me Georgia. Uh, but the loser of this game now, like if Clemson loses this game, they can still end up in the playoff because it's we already know it's going to be Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama and either Oklahoma or Georgia. That's that's pretty much how the playoff goes every year. But the loser of this game can get there, but but they can't lose again and get there. So uh, this one, I like this one, man. This is my favorite game of the week. LSU favored by two and a half at Chip Kelly and UCLA. I I like UCLA. I think their quarterback is. Uh, I think he's pretty dynamic, and Chip Kelly is. Bad as they've been the last couple of years, I mean, they're improving. And he's got a track record. I mean, he had Oregon rolling, and he had a couple of years up with the Eagles where his offenses were just rolling. And LSU just seems to be a little bit of a mess. Um, you know, so who knows what type of product they're going to put out there. Plus, they haven't even been practicing, I don't think, right. you know, at school. So who knows where they've been practicing. So I think UCLA will probably win that one. LSU had to take like a 10-hour bus ride to Houston earlier this week because uh, to to get out of the way of the storm and then I assume at some point they went to uh they went to LA but yeah they're all uh, uh, their travel's been all messed up and did you uh did you go to when Missouri played down at Baton Rouge or have you ever been to LSU before or been around LSU fans okay I I heard a podcast that said that UCLA opened last week against Hawaii and there were already LSU fans in town like tailgating before that game with LSU coming in next week. Uh, they're going to uh, UCLA announced before the season they're selling beer. I think they did that solely for the LSU fans because uh, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago LSU played at Vandy and they sold out a beer in the second quarter. So, I mean, that's that. They sound like the fine folks from Smithville. I was gonna say those are your people, Andrew. You might you might want to check out Baton Rouge, man. That's uh that's the place to go. Um, all right. So we both got we both got UCLA in that one. Actually, I think God, LSU just man, there there's been too much stuff going on, and uh, you know, I think what we're gonna find out this year if LSU is actually good on defense. I think the the lesson we learn is. I guess you just can't hire Bo Pelini or your program never recovers because Nebraska's never recovered. And, uh, and I don't know, maybe LSU won't recover now. Uh, next one up, we're getting, uh, we got three games left. All right. Notre Dame, Florida state in a game that, you know, 30 years ago would have been amazing. 10 years ago would have been decent. And now, Hey, there's one good team playing. Notre Dame favored by a touchdown. I uh, I like Florida State here. I, you know, seven points. Uh, Florida State or Notre Dame's got what the old quarterback from Wisconsin, Jack Cohn, I believe, uh-huh. starting for him. Okay, is that right? Sounds good. And yeah. uh, I think he'll have a tough time moving the ball. But you know, Doe Campbell's going to be nuts on 
Sunday night, actually, because or yep. are they playing Monday Sunday. or Sunday? They're they're the Sunday night game. Yeah. And uh, I mean, do you really think Florida State's going to lose with all that energy in the stadium honoring Bobby Bowden? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to be pretty wild. I, I grew up as a huge Florida State fan, actually. My grandmother loved them just because she loved, you know, the old coaches. She liked Bobby Bowden. She liked Bobby Cox from the Braves and Bill Jackson, so the, the older generation of people. So I uh, watched quite a bit of Florida State as a kid, and I just think that their stadium is going to be electric. And I think that uh, Norvell, you know, surely he's got enough talent down there to stick within seven points of – the backup quarterback from, you know, Wisconsin, who's now starting at Notre Dame. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, Smithville is a known hotbed for Florida State fans, I think, right? Uh, <laughs> the the, FS, the FSU alumni chapter meets out on Smithville Lake at the at the marina at 6.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Uh, um, like, the Bobby Bowden thing's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. But, man, Florida State's just – they're just not good at football. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Like that thing has been an absolute mess the last couple of years, and maybe Mike Norvell's really good, and maybe he's the guy that gets it figured out. I just don't think he gets it figured out this week. It, I don't think Notre Dame's great, but but I think they got a touchdown in them over Florida State. I think I think Notre Dame's like a legitimate top ten, fifteen team, and I think Florida State's like a legitimate top forty team, maybe fifty, something like that. Uh, the mo- Monday Night Football. Louisville and Ole Miss. I mean, that's that's a traditional Monday night football matchup. Uh, Ole Miss favored by 10 over Louisville that no longer has Lamar Jackson at quarterback is all I know about them. They, oh, they the do have Pat Ivey, about, though, working in the athletic department. I don't know if that'll make a difference. The only thing I know about Louisville is they've got uh, Nebraska's best player playing for them this year and uh, Wondell Robinson, the kid nope. who transferred. He went to Kentucky, uh, I think, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, then scratch that. So, all, uh, and all I know about Ole Miss is they've got the what two quarterbacks and yep the the Lane train down there. So I'll just have to assume that Lane Kiffin can you know get them beat them by two two scores. But besides that, I, I don't know a whole lot about, about yeah. that selection. I, I think Ole Miss might actually be good this year. Um, like they've got a chance to win eight or nine games. They're going to score a million points. They had one of the worst defenses in the country last year, but. I can't name a single Louisville player. Like I said, I know it's not Lamar Jackson, so I assume they have nobody that is is really all that good and a huge threat, so I'm going with Ole Miss. So, all right, man, last game. This is the one that, that we'll spend a little bit more time on because I have a feeling most of the people that are going to watch this are a little bit more interested. Uh, Missouri favored by 14 points over Central Michigan, which may or may not be coached by Jim McElwain from Hugh Freeze's hospital bed in this one because he had – an appendectomy a couple days ago and we don't even know if he's going to be like seriously he he probably isn't going to make the trip but i haven't seen it for sure um so mizzou two touchdown under or two touchdown favorite saturday afternoon what do you think i mean i would be shocked if mizzou doesn't win this one by three scores or more um just would i feel like you know even though it's a relatively young team i feel like just you know, over the course of this summer, it became a very veteran team with some of the transfers. Um, you know, I, I, I know some of our skill guys are younger, uh, Cooper and those guys, but, uh, you know, I, I think that they're going to be dynamic, and I just think they're going to be a different level of athlete than what mm-hmm. Central Michigan can put out there. Um, I'm also very excited about the offensive line this year. Okay. Um, 
you know, I, I like that the center, he came back for a sixth year. Um, I'm, I'm excited for him, but I really think that uh, Baselick's going to take a huge step. Um, not only does I think he's got more weapons, but I think the offensive line is going to be a little more gelled. Mm-hmm. And just having a full offseason, you know, with the coaching staff, I, I think we're going to see huge steps out of him. Um, so I, I definitely see this one being, you know, a three-plus score game. I mean, you played you played in obviously in what four four or five game ones. I mean, how much different is game one? Just a lot of guys who have maybe never played before, um, you know, and and they've definitely never all played together. How how much nerves are there, and and how different is is like week one from every other week of the year? Well, week one for when I was in there, we played Illinois each year. Oh, that's right. So so you, you know you. You're, you're going into a big, you know, a big name opponent. Um, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough. I, I think I caught a pass actually on the first play that I was in my true freshman season. So I, I got thrown right in the mix, which was very exciting. But um, then I think my senior year, I, I think our last game, cause I think our contract was up with Illinois. I think we played maybe McNeese State or somebody. Yeah. I think Henry Josie had about 300 yards rushing. So whenever you're playing a, a team like that, you know, it's, it's a little harder to, you know, get yourself ramped up, you know, all off season long. Um, but I think with last year being COVID the first full year with the staff, you know, really put in place, you know, I think the team will be pretty wired up for this one. And, you know, whether they're playing central Michigan, you know, or a SEC East divisional opponent, I think they're going to be just, you know, as amped up just because of, everything that's gone on the last year with the coaching change. And then, you know, last year COVID with hardly any fans in the stands and all that. Now I'm going to ask you this, cause I know you'll be honest with me now that you're not playing. I mean, back when you were playing, you had to say every game's the same, man. It's all about us. We focus on it, but like fans look past central Michigan media looks past central Michigan. Do players kind of see central Michigan and go, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It's a game and I know we're going to have to play well and all that, but is there a different approach the week you're playing central Michigan than the week you're playing Texas A&M? Well, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, it's just human nature. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, you wish you kicked off every single year with, you know, a top 25 opponent just because, you know, the, the crowd, you know, plays a factor in that as well. If you get there and it's a, 11 a.m. kickoff and you're out there warming up and you know it's just it's the antlers and about 2,500 people and a couple <laughs> parents sprinkled in the stands you know an hour before kickoff you know it, it kind of is a buzzkill but I think tomorrow's atmosphere will just be different just due to the fact that it is the first game since you know there's no restrictions anymore and you know it, it was a different off season just because they had spring ball and summer summer ball and all that stuff compared to last year so this year you know it's kind of it's not the norm but yeah so i i don't see there being a letdown from the team uh, yeah tomorrow for sure though well i i was prepared i was gonna go with central michigan in this in like a 13 point game but um now with McElwain being gone i think like missouri's backups or something get get kind of a late touchdown to cover late i've got something like 38 20 so i i think they cover um you know, definitely. Hey, if it's closer than that, I don't think it's a disaster. Whatever, as long as you win, it's it's not that bad. But um, 
just want to finish up. Uh, you know, I know you've had a chance to to get to know Casey Woods and Eli Drinkwitz a little bit through various events and just the connections you've got through the program. So, uh, kind of let the fans know what do you think of this new coaching staff? I'm I'm just very I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, I I've spoke to several high school coaches and people you know around the metro area, and they're just uh, you know. I mean, they're, they're thrilled, but they're just very impressed with how big of an emphasis they're putting on the recruiting over here. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, Coach Andy Hill was the guy who recruited me, and all the, he was beloved by all the high school coaches and parents in the area. Um, and the, the staff here, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of taking the same approach that he had. They're just doing it with, you know, more people because, you know, they've got, you know, I, I believe Drinkwitz and – Casey Woods were at a game last night mm-hmm. um, in town, and they're just really putting a huge emphasis because, you know, one, if, if they can keep on getting all the local players here, you know, one, it's good that they're staying here, but two, it gets the fans even more excited because you're more likely to follow, you know, a kid from your hometown or a kid from wherever you went to high school. Um, but, no, the, this coaching staff, I mean, they're <clears> – <throat> they're really putting a huge emphasis on it and, you know, love everything they're doing. And I, I just think that this recruiting class, next recruiting class, I mean, I think we're going to get back to where we were in, you know, 14 and 15. Um, and then before that, um, you know, before we left for the SEC when we we're still in the big 12. So I'm very optimistic of things to come. And I w- I played golf with coach Pinkle a couple Fridays ago and, and he was, he had nothing to say, but how impressed he was. And yeah. he's, he's spoken to the team a couple times in the last month or two. And, uh, he's very excited about this season as well. Um, so I, I think that we're going to see really great things on the field here coming up. Cool. Well, Andrew, thanks for the time. And, and I'm just, as soon as I log off here, I'm just going to go find like some online betting site and use all your picks. So I'm going to make a whole bunch of money. Oh, and and uh, full disclosure, when I said I was going to be like, uh, VP. I meant I was just going to be a guy that's not six five, right. but not my name as my uh, handle, so that I I could just talk trash to everybody, right? You know, and, and get them riled up. You know, yeah. twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three sixty five. So. Yeah, you you got to go change that handle so handle so you can be a little more anonymous on there and and trash talk yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, man. Well, hey, appreciate it. Uh, we'll we'll catch up. Let me know next time you're down in Columbia. All right, sounds good. Take care. All right, thanks. That's former Tiger tight end Andrew Jones joining us uh, via the Skype line uh, this week to make the initial picks and certainly appreciate him jumping on with us and also appreciate MasterTech. MasterTechPHC.com. There's the website. Brand new logo, by the way. Um, Just unveiled that like uh, a couple days ago, September 1st. You can call them at 573-7777. MasterTech offers three levels of service agreements to protect your home's vital plumbing, heating, and cooling systems for a small monthly payment. You can get 10% discounts, which can be up to $500 on each service call, free seasonal inspections, and many other benefits. I've used MasterTech for plenty of things uh, over the years. Uh, It's one of those companies I wish I didn't have to use them. But when I do have to use them, I'm glad I used them. Uh, they always get out here quickly and, and fix up whatever you need fixed up. Again, plumbing, heating, cooling, and they're offering you guys two special deals. You got to tell them you heard about it from PowerMizzou.com. First one, all you got to do, 
Call and set up a free visit with one of their comfort advisors for a free quote on a new HVAC system. You'll get a $35 credit for future service work on plumbing, heating, or cooling. Again, just by just by setting up that consultation, call them and tell them you heard about it on Power Mizzou. Second one, look, if you got an old air conditioning system, if you got an old furnace, like it makes life miserable. We got ours replaced a couple years ago because we woke up one morning and it was 85 degrees in our house and we thought we were going to have to move to uh, Toronto. Uh, but if you need a new HVAC system, that is an air conditioner and furnace, if you use MasterTech to buy it, and you tell them you heard about this on PowerMizzou.com. Tell them you were watching the show with Andrew Jones. You you made all his picks. You made all this money. And so you've got this money and you need a new, a new AC and furnace. Call up MasterTech. They're going to give you a $250 gift card to the grocery store of your choice to get tailgating supplies for this season. They're also going to give you a free year subscription to PowerMizzou.com. So that adds up to $350 in value in the things they're giving you just for buying your new HVAC system with them. A lot of you out there are going to need it. It's uh, Look, we live in Missouri. It was 110 last week, and it might be 30 next week, right? Changes all the time. You need to make sure your equipment is in good working condition. So call up MasterTech for that. Um, and I went a little long on the ads, but look, they're hooking you guys up. This is a specific, uh, specific promo just for you guys that are watching. So mention powermazoo.com when you call them in. And even maybe if you're not doing one of those deals, just say, Hey, I, I saw your guys ad on powermazoo.com and that's why I'm calling. So appreciate that. Um, we're going to keep track of the picks all, all year. Uh, Andrew and I pick nine games. Um, one of us is going to text the other one and be like, dude, you're really stupid. I beat you this weekend. Uh, we're going to put up our picks one more time. Here you go. There they are. Um, we agreed on Virginia Tech, UCLA, Ole Miss, and Mizzou. We differed on the other five games, so we'll keep track of it. Um, I'm going to have our guests all year long kind of just keep track of them as a group against me, and we'll do this every Friday. So uh, thanks for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed this one, and uh, we will be back. Tomorrow is game day. Pre-game show starts at 1.30. Post-game show starts, oddly enough, after the game and goes till you guys are done talking. So we'll see you then.